This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australia is a sporting nation and one of the most exciting ways to integrate into Australian society is through community sports clubs, which provide enormous health and social benefits for everyone involved. Here is what you need to know about the four most popular sports in Australia. Australian rules football, or more simply, footy, became increasingly organised and integrated into Victoria in the late 1850s as a way to keep cricketers in good shape during winter. Today, Aussie rules is played by over 1.25 million players across the country. With both female and male competitions, it attracts more spectator attendance than any other sport in Australia. Australian Football International, or AFI, was established to grow and develop Australian football internationally and within multicultural communities in Australia. CEO Brian Clark says AFI aims to empower people and communities through sport and everybody is welcome to join. Whether you're from South Africa, whether you're from South America, Asia, the Pacific, Europe, you know, come down and get involved with AFI. We'll teach you how to play. It doesn't matter where you're from, you can play this game. And one of the things that we do for new arrivals is we actually encourage men and women to come down and we play a non-contact version of the game. And that's really good because you're exercising out in the fresh air, you're meeting new people, you're making new friends, and you're not having your head ripped off. Mr Clark says that although there are many rules specific to the game, playing footy is particularly exciting because of the freedom it offers. Australian rules football, unlike the other codes, actually incorporates everything. You've got a bit of soccer, you've got a bit of rugby, even basketball, like you've got to bounce the ball when you run. And that's a really hard thing to do when it's not a round ball. When you pick up the ball, you've got so many options. Do you run? Do you kick? Do you handball? Do you bounce? Basically, you can go anywhere. You can use your hands. There are no goalkeepers. Everybody can be a goalkeeper, basically. So the freedom of the game is probably one of its best features. Mr Clark points out that understanding how the scoring works is often the most challenging part of the game for new arrivals. You've got four posts at each end. You've got two middle posts, which are the taller posts, and then you've got two outside posts, which are the smaller posts. If it goes through the two middle posts, the, 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 the higher posts, it's a goal and it's worth six points. But if it goes between the big post and little post on the end, it's only worth one point. So you might see something like one team scored 2.6. And you go, well, what does that mean? Well, the two means the goal. So you times that by, by six points. That's 12. And then the six behind the one point. So 2.6 actually is 18. It can be very, very challenging for new arrivals to get their head around that. But look, it helps make it the unique game that it is. One of the AFI's flagship community programs is the Harmony Cup, an annual event held in Melbourne where players from migrant communities compete under the flags of their countries of origin. Since 2004, AFI has established several teams, including Albania, Greece, Israel, Italy, Lebanon, Macedonia, Samoa, South Africa, Tonga, Vietnam, etc. Mr Clark says joining a footy club is a great way to enhance your mental and physical health and learn some new Australian expressions that can help build your self-confidence and serve as a conversation starter. So if you take a spectacular mark, and that's jumping up on someone's shoulders and, and catching the ball, which is probably the greatest, greatest part of our game, it is spectacular. You're not taking a spectacular mark because that takes too long and you've got things to do. So you're taking a specky. Sometimes kicking a goal is a sausage roll. You say, oh, a nice sausage roll there. I've actually said to somebody at training, that was a nice, a nice sausage roll or a nice snag. We also use the term snag, and people have no idea what I'm talking about. 
Bella Blažević plays soccer at the semi-professional soccer club Sydney United 58 Football Club, where she also works as a media manager. She says being part of a community soccer club is much more than just playing the game, as clubs often organise events to pay tribute to their ethnic background. Uh, some other big games also reflect uh, the big Croatian days. Uh, so on the 30th of May, we had celebrated the statehood of Croatia. And on that day, we had a big celebration at the Croatian club, where we had children also in their traditional outfits walking the players onto the field. I can speak for Football New South Wales, that a lot of the other teams still got strong connections to their ethnic background. So a lot of them definitely we still do pay tribute to, to those the countries that we come from and celebrate the same days as much as they can to involve not just the community but also the ties that they have back home. Ms Blažević says they have programs suitable for all ages and parents can also become referees and coaches through courses offered by Football New South Wales. Attending a community soccer game is also a great way to learn some new idioms and phrases that are hard to translate from the English language Ms Blažević says at the Sydney United 58 Stadium that can accommodate 12,000 people, they hold games every Sunday. One of them is to score a screamer. So that's to hit a very good goal from a far distance. So they've passed through all those players and then from quite a distance is to score a screamer. And we also have top bins, so to score a goal right in the top corner of the goal. Uh, they've got one more that we definitely use over at United uh, and it's called Stay Close and essentially is just the link between the midfield players. So all those players in the midfield to stay close within the front and back line of the team. Nicole Lenoir-Jordan sits at the board of UTS North Sydney Cricket Club, known as the Bears. She says that with almost 4,000 cricket clubs in Australia, you can start knocking the ball whenever you want, no matter your age or expertise. Miss Lenoir-Jordan points out that you can also start your own club to play recreationally with your friends, but joining an already established local team may save you some money on equipment, playing fields and certified referees. She also warns that joining a local club could also require some investment into needed equipment. Each club is different in terms of buying your gear, but usually you pay a fee and with that comes your cricketing shirt. You have to buy your own cricket white pants and your bats. Bats are the most important piece of equipment uh, for batters, obviously, but even if you're a bowler, it's really important to get a good bat. A good bat often will help you hit that ball a little bit longer. But if you're a good cricketer and you've got good technique, it really doesn't matter what sort of equipment you've got. In cricket, governing principles are known as laws rather than rules, and there are currently 42 laws of cricket. For Miss Lenoir-Jordan, the most fun part of the game is when a player asks an umpire to decide whether a batter is out. When you bowl a really good ball and you think the person's out, you put your hand in the air and you say, how's that? And the whole team might say that. And umpires can get swayed because if the whole team's saying, how's that? He might think, hmm, they're all appealing. Maybe that was out. So then he will stick his finger in the air and say, out. Rugby is another winter sport besides footy that's extremely popular among Australians. New South Wales Community Rugby League manager Peter Clark explains the difference between rugby league and rugby union. 
The key differences of a rugby league from rugby union is there's 13 players on the field, while rugby union's got 15 aside and they have um, rucks and malls, which is a little bit different to what rugby league is, where we've got to play the ball once you get tackled. When you get tackled, you get up and play the ball, which revolves around rolling the ball with your foot, and it goes to a dummy half, which is the person who picks the ball up and passes it through the attacking team. New South Wales Rugby League runs tri-league programs for culturally and linguistically diverse communities who want to learn the game in a fun, non-competitive format. Mr Clark points out that playing rugby in a community club is different from the rough games played by professional players. There's rules in place. We have a safe play code. We also have non-contact options as well. So you can play tag or touch um, rugby league where you can get involved and, and enjoy various skills of the game without the, the contact aspect until you build the, the confidence. So, yeah, and obviously as part of the code, is if you sign up as part of your registration fee, there's insurance as well, which is offered to every registered participant in the game. When it comes to rugby lingo, Mr Clark says the sport has a considerable amount of jargon. He mentions some of the ways to explain a kick. You've got a grubber, which is a kick which goes along the ground, which rolls along the ground. And then there's a banana kick in reference to the trajectory or the flight of the kick if it goes the opposite direction to the person's facing. There's a bomb kick, which is where the kicker launches the ball from his foot right up into the air. It sails really high in the air and they're, they're difficult to catch. Or there's a little chip kick, which is just a small kick over the defensive line where the kicker tries to regather it or kick it for another player. If playing a sport is not your game, you can still join a community sporting club as a volunteer to help run the club and benefit from the sense of belonging, new friendships and a greater sense of purpose. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au radio.